Hello and welcome to the InstaFame podcast. My name is Ella May and I'll be your host. I am an Instagram strategist, success coach, and the creator of the InstaFame formula. I am obsessed with helping aspiring entrepreneurs and established brands learn exactly what to do to grow their Instagram account and turn it into a money-making machine. I absolutely love helping you up-level your life, your business, your marketing, and helping you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that you want using Instagram. It is my duty and obsession to give the tools, the resources, strategies, and teachings to help you get the success and lifestyle you're looking for. In this podcast, you're going to hear lots about Instagram and how to use it to its full potential, business building strategies, and how to create a life you absolutely love. Consider this podcast your daily dose of success strategies to maximize your impact, your influence, and your development. I'm going to make sure you not only know how to get the most out of Instagram, but also that you're making an income from it. Because let's face it, if you're putting time, money, and effort into something, you should be getting a rate of return on it. If you're ready to get your ass kicked to the next level when it comes to killing it in your business and on Instagram, you've come to the right place. Want to make sure you don't miss anything? Be sure to hit the subscribe button. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. Good day, everybody. Happy Thursday. What's up? So excited to be doing this. I'm going to be bringing on one of my good pals, my good friends. This is going to be a treat. And uh, what's up? Uh, what's up, Liam from Ireland? What's up? Uh, what's up, Mike? How you guys doing? Uh, Pat, hello. Sylvia, what's up? Numero uno, what's up? Excellent, excellent, excellent. What's up, guys? Uh, I got LMA coming on. Man, this is going to be a treat. Whether you have a business or not, to be honest, and you want to build your brand, there's really no one that I know who's better than Ella in terms of not only building a brand through social media, messaging, but really building true fans, true followers, not 50,000 people uh, of just random people who have found you know your stuff, they heard about you from somewhere. No, like someone who can help guide you along the process to really find the people that are going to be most aligned with your message. And um, I'm just really excited for the gem she's going to share. So I've got some questions for you guys, but just know you guys who are tuning in live, you guys got the priority. If you have any questions and um, it's going to be fire, it's going to be fun. So I'm going to bring her on right now and uh, get ready. This is going to be awesome. I've been looking forward to this. He is coming up. Operation Swipe Up. <laughs> uh, what's up, Pat? What's up? Hey, what's up, Ella? How you doing, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Ella is stateside now. For the whole time I've known Ella, which has been over a year, she's you've become one of my closest friends, and now you just moved to Phoenix. So welcome to the States, my friend. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I normally spend most of my time in the States. Co I'm Canadian. Um, I had to go back for COVID and, and all of that, but I'm very happy to be back in gorgeous weather and closer to all my friends. And yeah, I'm excited for this. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for making the time to come on and just sharing your, your wisdom. You know, I think one of the things I talk about is there's a, there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Oh, yeah. uh, wisdom is when we actually apply the knowledge that we have when we get the life experience. And you have a tremendous amount of that 
with the clients that you work on. And uh, you've got an interesting story. So uh, I've got a stack of questions, which is always cool. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, I would love just to ask you a few kind of background questions on you to kind of put this all into some context. Mm -hmm. So what I'd love to ask you is starting off, you know, uh, I mean, I consider you way more than an Instagram specialist or strategist. But before we get into that, you know, what got you into not only just like building your brand on social media and mm. uh, there's something very interesting that just happened to you recently that we'll get into, but what oh kind of got you started on this path and on this journey, my friend? Well, uh, it's actually, it's actually really interesting. I never, I never thought social media would be part of my business at all. I consider myself pretty intellectual. I was like, that shit's fluffy. That's <laughs> not my thing. Like, <laughs> no way. Um, but actually, so my entrepreneurial career, uh, I was, I was always really entrepreneurial. I worked jobs for way too long. Some I left, some I got fired from, but my last job I had was I, I stumbled into this e uh, executive assistant role with a very successful copywriter who had an eight figure business. And when I started working for him, I had no, I didn't even know what zoom was like, I didn't know what cop, like I had no concept of the online world. And so one day I was like, Hey, what's this copy thing you do? And he's like, well, it's this. And I was like, you know, I think I could do that. He's like, and he was awesome. He's like, all right, cool. Well, here's some stuff to get you started and just see if you like it. I was like, all right. So I did and I liked it. And he was just a really, really great guy. And he mentored me. So when I stopped working for him, my first venture was I was, was a copywriter. I was good at sales. I was good at writing. I put the two together. Off we go, right? I was essentially a freelancer. I had great clients. And it was around two, two and a half years ago I started to get really curious about Instagram in particular. Truthfully, like I'm a marketer at heart. I was like, I started seeing the ROI on influencer marketing and I was like, oh shit, this isn't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what I kind of, what I saw was I was like, there's going to be a big trend happening where big brands start to shift away from TV because TV is just not really that relevant anymore. Like people PBR or they Netflix or whatever uh, and go to social. And actually I think last year was the first fiscal year that, uh, Volvo, Adidas, Puma, and I believe it was, there's one other big, a big um, athletic brand in there, shifted more than half of their seven, eight, $900 million advertising budgets to social. Because wow. that's where people are hanging out. Um, so I, I basically, I, I like, you know, I was like, okay, I want to figure out the social thing. So I hold up in my apartment for an entire weekend. I sifted through like 200 YouTube videos. I did everything they told me to do. I posted three times a day. I gave my page a color scheme. So it was like really pretty. Um, I gave my page a theme. So I'm primarily talking about fitness and the stuff I was interested in. And what happened is I lost followers. My engagement plummeted. And I was like, okay. So this made me realize there's so much garbage out there when it comes to advice about social, especially Instagram. It's kind of taken the turn that the diet industry has taken, which you're familiar with. Which, if that's proven anything, it's that if we can confuse people, we can sell to them. They have made a lot of ways to confuse this calories in, calories out thing. So I, I was kind of like, all right, I need to sift through all this crap and figure out what actually, like these apps want people to do well on them. Like they want people who have, who keep people engaged, right? So I need to sift through all, these crap, all this crap and figure out what actually moves the needle when it comes to an Instagram account, when it comes to growing this. So I spent the next seven, eight months really guessing and testing, implementing different strategies. 
And in that time, which I will talk about this, so my old Instagram account went from about 1,100 followers to over 20,000. More importantly, though, like the growth is like whatever, like lots of people grow on Instagram. But more importantly, I was making my biggest rate of return was coming from Instagram. I was booking copy clients through Instagram. I was working with big brands like Bulletproof, different clothing lines, et cetera, doing cool influencer deals. And what started to happen was I was still working, doing copy during this time, right? So my copy clients were like, yeah, yeah, we want our sales page, but how did you do this Instagram thing? And I was like, I don't know. I just kind of figured out this system and it works for my account. I have no idea if it'll work for yours. And they were like, Mm. well, can you give it a try? I was like, sure. Like, why not? So without planning to, I took on a whole bunch of beta accounts and it was literally within about four months, it made its way to the forefront of my business, what everybody came to me for. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm doing this social thing for a bit. Um, And because of my copy background, uh, I really love working with aspiring entrepreneurs, people who are established, but helping, helping people who have something really good. They've got something that could really help the world. And they know if they just got it out there, it could change a lot of lives. If you're someone who you, you really want a big social following just for the social status and, and kind of for the, you know, for the glam of it. Very cool. I wish you luck on your journey. I am not the teacher for you. Mm. Um, I'm really about working with people who are looking at the long game. They have something really good. Like you're a great example of this, Mike, like, you've got some unbelievable knowledge. And like, Michael tell you, I'm always one up his phone being like, dude, share that. Talk to us about that. This is so good. You've got to talk about this stuff. I um, mean, he's like, what? That? But uh, yeah, you're a great example of this, but really helping people who have something good. They're probably already pretty busy. They're frustrated with social and making it very, very easy. Mm. Man. So I got a bunch of stuff I want to ask you, but first off, cause we've got people on here. Well, speaking of people who have good stuff, like I'm yeah. seeing some of my best pals on here, uh, people who have not only been supporters of me, but I know them very closely and they have amazing things. We got Tim Glowick uh, on here, Francesca, uh, Faisal from Kuwait, the jujitsu Ronan, my, my brother, how you doing? Um, Nick, Matt, Bridget. So great people with some great content. Can you just let's back up one step and uh, because this whole year for me has been about focusing more on the business and less so much about getting more education right now on the training aspect. Mm. Um, What is copy when someone hears that word copy? Yeah. How important is it? What is messaging? Can you just like break that down? What does it mean to you? And really, how important is it? Okay, well, this is um, so that again, that's a big question. Uh, to, there's lots of different type of copy, but to make it really simple, anytime you've signed up for the Victoria's secret newsletter, or you enter your email for Mike's kettlebell course or whatever it is, you're going to get emails from that person talking about, Oh, Hey Matt, uh, talking about what's happening, uh, different sales. They have different promos. That's copy. It's pretty much anything you put into words that's there to promote your business. Here's why, here's why copy, like, here's why I worked for a copywriter who had an eight figure business and a five person team. It's not like this guy ran an organization. It's like, but here's why he made so much money and he could charge a hundred to $300,000 for a sales letter is a lot of the time. What happens is we fall in love with our own idea. We don't talk to the audience. We don't test the market and we hole up in our basement and record a course or create a product for four months or a year or God, who knows how long. And then we come up, you know, we come up for air and realize nobody wants it. Well, that's Mm. a problem, right? 
So a copywriter that you bring on will essentially look at what you have, whether it's your service, your course, your product, make sure that there's actually a market for it. This is what people want. And more importantly, like what aspects of it do people want? Like what, like, for example, like Mike, like I, I've been through your kettlebell program. That program is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You can legit just do the stretches and get so much out of it. Mm -hmm. But I might, let's say I didn't know you, I might get it just because I want to lose weight. I might get it just because I want to like maybe gain weight or get the girl or what, like that might be the reason I get it. Who cares why people come in, right? So who cares? Like, because they're still going to get the end result if they do the work and it's still going to change their lives. And who cares if it's a pleasant surprise? But I promise like you would never sit down and be like, you know what? I'm going to create this sales page for people who want to lose weight, right? Like yeah. that just would never be your focus because that's not the kind of trainer you want to be. So it's really with copy, it's really taking the message, taking what you offer, how you what you can really do to help people, putting it in a way that's going to resonate with the people you can help the most and 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 bringing the right type of people to your website, to your program, to your service, to your product, whatever it could be. So how this integrates with like why I said this helps me with my work doing with social is messaging is a huge part mm. of where there's a disconnect so for example mike right okay we, <laughs> this is a very real world example um so mike is like a like one of my closest friends he has helped me so much when it comes to my mobility my like i'm also really active my mobility my fitness everything every so often he'll you know we'll, we'll be going back and forth on messages and he'll send me a voice message being like oh ella okay, I see where you're struggling with that stretch. You just have to oscillate your knee. And I'm like, I don't know what these words mean. The like impossible what, stretch. What the can... impossible stretch. I, it is always going to be coined that. Um, I'm like, I don't know what these words. So here's the thing, right? Okay, so Mike, you are at level, you're, okay, out of 10, you're like a level 11 in an expert in your field, right? However, the person who would benefit from your course, the one that it could change their life, they might be a level four. In terms of their knowledge about fitness, this is a big gap. So let me see my hands. There we go. They might be a level four. So, so when you're when you're speaking at your level, which is natural to you, you're speaking at a level eleven. You're speaking up here, right? They might see it and be like, "Oh shit, this guy looks awesome. He knows what he's doing, but he's too advanced for me. I'm not at that place yet where I can really benefit from this. Like, look at this. Look at the types of words." So it's bridging that messaging. Mm. So we're taking it down to your speaking to exactly where your target, your ideal client, your dream client, your target market, whatever you call it, your avatar. We're taking it down to exactly where they are. Not where they're going to be once they work with you. Not where you want them to be. It's one of the biggest mistakes people make is like the results promise, right? We're so oversold on results. It goes like every mascara makes your lashes amazing. Every toothpaste is clinically proven to white. You're like, it just goes right over our heads, right? I, I like to take relating. Relating will always win over results. So I want to know if when, when I'm working with someone and I'm, I'm working on their social, I need to know exactly where their audience is right now. What are they struggling with? What's their day to day? Why do they, because they might even not know that they need this person's help, but they do. So our, like my job is to bridge that gap through social communication, the captions and all that, obviously, but also in their videos, in what we're putting out there in the type of content, 
And sometimes I know I'm, this is a monologue, but I'm almost done. Sometimes people are like, okay, Ella, you want me to dumb it down? And I'm like, sort of. <laughs> Try dumbing it down. It's not that easy. Einstein had a great yeah. quote where uh, it was something like, if you can't explain it to your grandmother, you don't know it. So Dude. it's taking, it's taking, and I, the one thing I love, I love with what Mike's doing lately. Um, hey, Angelica. One thing I love about Mike's doing lately is he was on my podcast recently and he kept saying less is better, less is better. I'm like, dude, that's your new slogan. That's so good. And I love that you're taking that approach with less is better because that's manageable for me, right? Like if I'm someone who I just want to get my mobility back, maybe I've been injured. Maybe I just want to improve my health for the first time. Hearing less is better. Oh, that's relief. And that's the emotions we want to bring to people, right? Is like really helping them see, oh, okay, I think I could do this. Dude, that's, that is so, so, so spot on. Like some of the, as an example, guys, like this is so true on many aspects and on many levels. So as an example, uh, when I was shooting the, the stretches for Kettlebell Lifestyle, Originally, I had planned to do these very high-level myofascial stretches, and mm -hmm. some stuff happened. And so basically, I went back to the drawing board and shot what we would consider more classic muscle stretches, stretches that all of us are familiar with. But I taught them with a level of detail that maybe I would normally teach, mainly teaching people what they should feel in the positions and how small movements, little changes can get so much more out of it. Mm -hmm. And when I saw some of the testimonials, at first, I thought like, this is shit. I was just like, oh man, like these are more classic stretches. Some of them were new for sure, but it blew me away. And you've helped me a lot with my messaging in the last year when we were looking at yeah. some of the, what people that were saying, one of the things that blew me away was I remember one gentleman, his name is Mark. He's a firefighter. And he was like, I would have paid 10 times for just the stretches of the program. And in mm -hmm. fact, they were some of the stretches that I remember from high school football, but now I finally know what to feel. And here I was, like you're saying, I, my thought process was all the way up thinking, oh, this is, you know, not too great. I should doing all this novel stuff. And it's like, no, man, it actually worked out perfectly. And oftentimes where just like what you said, where we think our clients, our customers or whatever we're at, they're often at one, two, three, seven levels below. And so yeah. the, tr the true art and what I'm hearing you say is like, how can you meet the people that you're working with at their level and then communicate a message that they feel is talking to them? Exactly. And uh, okay, so I know, I know we have a lot of fitness people on here and I love you guys. But <laughs> you are, you, fitness and skincare clinics are the worst offenders. You're the worst oh. offenders for this. So a lot of the time when I'm working with anybody in the fitness field, uh, and then this isn't everybody, but it's most, it's 80%. I go to their account and it's almost like they made that account for other trainers. They're speaking a very yeah. high level. It's very mm. intricate stretches. It's very intricate movements. Hey, if I'm someone who wants to hire a trainer, guess what? I don't want to know that. I don't care what my macros are. I don't care what muscle group, like I can tell I, I hire trainers. Like, I don't care what muscle groups I'm working. I just care that, like, I look good naked. Like, that's, that's like, full disclosure, that's what I care about, right? I just want to, like, kind of like what I eat, stay toned, stay fit, feel good so I can run around with, you know, my friends, my kids, whatever I have. That's it. 
And so what you really want to think, and again, it's because a lot of the time we, without even knowing it, everybody does, I do this, uh, is we get caught up in kind of our own ego and proving ourselves. And we want to show how much we know. Well, I, as long as you can get me, I don't care if maybe, like maybe I hire you, don't even have a fitness degree. I don't care. If you get me the end result, <laughs> I mean, I, I probably would be like, really? But, uh, but if you get me the end result I want, cool. Like I've hired 17 year olds before to do Facebook ads for me. I, I don't really care that they only have two years experience. I'm seeing their results and I'm like, that's what I want. Right. I'm not looking for the high, I'm looking for the results. So skincare clinics are the other worst vendors. There's actually, there's actually kind of an interesting story. So I've worked with a couple skincare clinics now and it's, they are talking at a, your epidermis, your plasma layer, your, well, I, guess what? If I'm going to a skincare clinic, it's because I don't want to know. I don't, this intimidates me. I don't need mm. to know this shit. Right. So when I was working with one in Australia, this, the post, they, again, they were kind of doing this, like, oh, let me tell you about the epidermis layer of your skin and the plasma and exactly how it works when you and the different types of, and like these huge words, like, I'm like, what? Like, what does that mean? So the post that, so once we switched up their style, the post that did the best, it booked them 18 new clients, five of which had been recurring, come back for everything with them, mm -hmm. is how to actually wash your face properly and make sure that all your makeup is off. Because guess what? Every girl, every woman wonders this. Hey, did I actually do it right? And guess what else? They do this. Here's a key. If you want to communicate well on social, they do this every single day. So when you give somebody something that is already part of their, like if, if I'm going to go to a skincare clinic, I probably wash my face most nights right? Mm. That's probably like, if I'm going to pay for, you know, having a treatment done or go get Botox or whatever I'm going to do, I probably wash my face both nights. So they spoke to the right market and they gave them something where every single day when I'm washing my face, I'm thinking about them. I'm mm. thinking how I like them, how they showed me how to do this, how I actually am feeling proud of myself. I actually know that all my makeup's off. So you want, this is a perfect example of thinking about where your people are at and what's the stuff you could give them, like the little day-to-day -day stuff that would really make a difference in their routine that it could be tiny, but it would give them a sense of accomplishment. They did it. They would know that they did it right. Um, they would know that they did it to the best of their ability. And this is, this is the stuff that really gets us. It's funny because a lot of time we're like, why didn't I go to school? And it's like, well, to get the certification. But like, this is the stuff that really makes a difference. That this is something that Ella is constantly, constantly in some way, shape or form reminding me of. Like, like she was saying earlier, Mike, you should post this. And I'm just like, wait, people want that? Like, are you serious? Like, come on, dude. Like, but it's oftentimes, whether it's an ego thing or me thinking up here, me thinking that I'm speaking to someone who has seven kettlebell certifications or whatever. It's like, that's actually not who I'm speaking to. So I think no. at, at a foundational level, until we nail that really knowing who we're speaking to, what they're mm. struggling with. That's the most, most important thing. And then once they're in and they develop that level of trust and they get that, those results or a few results, whatever it is, then it's like, then the whole world opens up. It, yeah, it's, then, it's getting them then in the door. Give them, then give them where like, you know, the, the in-depth stuff, what they're ready for. But, and this is another thing too, is, is people are generally looking for the next logical steps. Right. They're looking for the next, like just the next thing that will give them because they want to, you want to associate what you do with like dopamine hits with success. Right. This is why. So how have you ever set a goal where you're like, 
I'm gonna, um, uh, it's you. So like, it'd be insane, but let's just simplify. <laughs> I'm gonna train every, per mic, it would be like, I'm gonna get up at this time and I'm gonna meditate this much. Uh, you know so me so well. You're so disciplined and I admire you so much for that. <laughs> but have you ever set a goal where you're like, I'm going to do my kettlebell full circuit, whatever, every single day and it, in a month, I'll reward myself with a massage. Have you ever set a goal like that? Sure, absolutely. Here's the reason those don't work very well. Is <laughs> that, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you might have stuck with it. Here, here's where you're Mike, wrong, Mike. No, no, no. Mike has a crazy, okay, Mike's like, if you know Mike, he's pretty human in some ways, but there is a switch in his brain where he has a crazy, like, I feel like he will be studied. When he dies to be like, what's the next, what's the next version of humans? He's this crazy <laughs> level of discipline that just blows me and like work ethic that is sickening. It just mm. blows me away. But here's the thing. Most people who set goals like that, it doesn't, it just, it just doesn't work. And you might be like, why am I not motivated? I know there's something down the line. Here's the thing. That's an incentive, mm. not a reward. When it's something is too far down the line, we don't get the dopamine hit we need to keep going right? This is really important. So if, for example, every time after Mike did his kettlebell routine, he like rocked out to his favorite, he did something, he did a fist pump, he did something. <laughs> As we said, no, seriously, it's something small. It's something, yeah, yeah, it's something small. It's something you can do in the moment. So we're linking a dopamine hit right away to you doing the action. That's what will keep you going. It's progress. Mm. So when we're talking to our audience, don't give them two months out. Don't like, it, you know, if I'm someone who needs to lose a hundred pounds or I, I'm really in trouble with my health or whatever, if you're coming to me being like, oh my God, Ella, like don't you, like in a year, you're going to weigh 120 pounds. You're not going to recognize yourself. It's going to be ridiculous. I can't even see that. That's so mm. unfathomable to me that I'm like, I, I don't believe you because I'm not there. You want to give them like, hey, guess what? Within a week, I can show you how you can stop being so hungry at night. That's really incentivizing to me. Cool. I would love to like, I feel bad every time I eat before bed, whatever, right? I'm just making stuff up. Like I, I hate eating before bed. It screws up my sleep. I feel guilty. I feel like I'm, it's making me put on weight. That's some, that's a result, mm. right? Like that's a reward. It's not an incentive. So you want to be careful when you're talking to people, give them the next logical steps out, not the big end goal where you're going to be Mike Salemi and a world champion, the world champion in kettlebells whatever because that me even if i want to be that person if i'm like kind of out of shape right now that doesn't motivate me because i can't see myself there dude that's so money one analogy and correct me if this is a, this makes sense for what we're talking about it's like if someone comes to me and i know whether it's their goal or something like that like a kettlebell snatch that's what they want to do or something crazy mm. advanced like i know in my head as the coach you know i know that that's you know the end goal or one of the major contributors to, to achieving an end goal for whatever they want to go for but there's like seven steps before that so yeah. as trainers we, we understand this concept of progression right mm. that so if you create a win around a deadlift then you create a win around swings then cleans then snatches man now you've got not only do you have a process and little wins along the way but you've got um the retention, what I've seen is goes a lot, lot further because you're really baby stepping. Mm. And I love what you said, the next logical step. What's so, the next logical thing? Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, guys, if you have any questions, feel free to pop them in here. There's so many 
just amazing people on this. I'm going to start reading you some questions, Ella. We got yeah, so much yeah, to go into. Let's do it, but, but let's prioritize the people that are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys got, I see Alex from, uh, uh, from Texas. I see Jen. I see Jody Morningstar. All great people. One thing I'd love for you to put into context, and this is something that you really helped me with is, you know, originally I was thinking like, you know, I got to build my social to 500,000 people and all that. And you're just like, no, Mike, no, it's not like that. Can you talk about how you might advise people to how to build true followers? And is there a number to shoot for all that sort of stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I hope that we've all kind of seen that the the days of just being, you know, paid to be popular are over. So even if you want to work with companies, etc, if you have 2 million followers, but like a 0. 0.00001 engagement rate, they don't care. They're going to go for the person that's got 3000 with a 20% engagement rate over that 2 million any day. So the, actually, this is a really good question because it's really pertinent in my life right now with, with um, what just happened with my old Instagram. So be, like when you're, when you're in any type of business, what you're always, any type that you offer, any type of service, any type of product, any, anything, what you're always looking for is your thousand true fans. And mm -hmm. I don't mean the thousand people that just kind of like you, whatever. I mean, these are raving fans. These are people that can't get enough of you. They can't wait for your lives. They're referring people. They're working with you. They respond to your emails. Like these are the people that you, you, like you just speak their language. They, you get it, right? Those thousand true fans will produce more than 10,000 on the fence people, yeah. right? Wow. So when you're, when you're doing stuff with your social or, or just with your presence in general, what you're looking for is, what I want, okay, what I want you to think about is what I've told Mike before. What I want you to think about, I want you to think about who could you help, like right now, who could you help in your sleep? Their problems mm -hmm. are so easy for you to solve. You could do it like, you're like, dude, that's what I eat for breakfast. I could do that with my <laughs> eyes closed. Like, what? Like my, like for my, like LA, you want more mobility? I could do that with my eyes closed. That's the easiest pick. Yeah. Speak to that, start with that per, and what, here's what's going to happen is, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's so easy. Okay. And then your ego is going to kick in and be like, what? This is all I'm helping people with? I'm smarter than this. I should be doing more than this. Tell it to shut the fuck up. Tell it to be quiet. Because <laughs> this is who you can knock it out of the park by. Like, sorry, by. This, I was reading a comment as I was talking. It screwed up my speech. This is who you can knock it out of the park for. Okay. okay? is the people that you can, like, you can help them in your sleep. These will be your first raving fans. And so give them what they need. Um, and essentially, like, okay, so this is, this is really, really pertinent right now. Because uh, for those of you who probably don't know, because I don't know a lot of you, um, like I said before, I grew my Instagram, you know, over 20,000 followers. And that in that eight, nine month period, I had a great Instagram account with over 30,000 followers up until about a month ago. Uh, with great engagement, everything was good. Until one fateful Monday, when, legit, it was a Monday, when I go into my, you know, I just got enough client calls probably around 1 p.m. or right around there, right around noon. And I go into my emails and I've got eight emails from Instagrams. Your password's been changed. Your username has been changed or whatever. And I'm like, what? Like, what happened? So, and I have two-step verification on my account. Life lesson, put two-step verification on your email. <laughs> Go do it right now. So 
what had happened is I don't know how I got on this short list, but Russian, okay, I, I don't know if they were Russian. Actually, I never talked to them, but the IP address <laughs> got traced back to Russia. So we're going to say Russian. So Russian hackers hacked into my assistance email, which was linked to my Instagram, got into my Instagram, bypassed the two set verification versus the email, took like via the email, took over the account and then held it hostage. We're like, hey, we have you held it for ransom. They're like, hey, we have your account. You need to pay us $250 or we're going we're gonna to sell it. We're going to strip it and sell it. I was like, what? So your response was a boss. Share, share. Do you recall what your response was? Cause you texted me that day. Um, oh man, that day was a big day. Uh, so obviously I, I was, you know, I was shell shocked. I was like, what? And especially with what I do, it's kind of important to have an Instagram account. So I was like, what? And then, um, so basically, I, I, the first thing I emailed them back is I was like, okay, how do I actually know that you have the account? Mm. How do I actually know that you have access to this? How do I know if I pay you? And obviously, I'm scouring. I got on the phone with my right hand, one of my teammates who I just adore, right away and was like, dude, we got to do this. She's on the phone with me for like four hours that day. She's incredible. So uh, I'm, I'm scouring Reddit and all these areas to see if this happened to anybody before. It has. Anybody it happened to was like, whatever you do, don't pay them. You're going to pay them. You're not going to get your account back. I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to pay them. So my job was just to stall them. So unfortunately, Instagram's really shitty at responding. They have no Instagram emergency line. Um, I didn't end up selling them for long. I sold them for a couple of days. It wasn't long enough. Instagram didn't step in. They stripped and sold the account. It's gone. It's done. So this all happened in a period of like three or four days where I'm just like, oh my God, what, what do I do now? Like, what's, what's going to happen? And so I started this new account, which is Operation Swipe Up, because I'm not going to, I took a very nice little break from it. I never get a break from Instagram. I took a very nice little break. But afterwards, I sort of thought about it and I'm like, you know, I'm going to rebuild an account anyways. No matter what, I'm going to rebuild. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Fly, Girl, 525. How do you say Jen. That? It's Jen. This guy. Jen. Okay, Jen. there we awesome. go. Five Girl, 525. Yeah, Jen. Exactly. Instagram support Jen. So um, I took a little break. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to rebuild an account anyways. Why don't I? I've been running a group program called Instagram Academy for a couple of years now. It's one of my favorite things to do in my business. I take a group of entrepreneurs or business owners through exactly what to do to grow and monetize their social presence, their social following, everything, how to speak. Also, we just talked about how to speak to the right people, how to speak in the right way, the different types of content to create, et cetera. So I've been in a group for a while now, and I realized, okay, I'm going to have to rebuild an account no matter what. Why don't I do it with a group? And why don't I do this with a, with a cohort of people It'll be the right people. Um, I'm going to take, so right now with Operation Swipe Up, the reason I have this account is because I have a personal account, a handle I've already grabbed, but that one's not starting until the program's starting. So legit, you will be with me and look over my shoulder as I choose my profile picture, as I create my bio, as I show you my content structure and how I look at it. And what's really cool is, yeah, you know, social is my thing, but I've also built a business. So I'm going to be showing you this from the perspective of, hey, I'm going for longevity, not for quick wins. Because mm. quick wins, it's like, okay, social following, you guys look at this. Social following, very much like weight loss. When you go keto and you lose 40 pounds in a weekend, 
guess what? <laughs> it's all fucking water. That's why when you eat a carb, you blow up, right? That's not the goal. I, like a pound a week is beautiful weight loss. And like, I, I'm sure weight gain is, is maybe similar. I don't know. I can't relate to weight gain. Um, I'm a girl. We're always trying to lose weight. So that's beautiful weight loss. You want the slow and steady. It's the same with social. You don't want the crazy overnight viral, whatever, because that doesn't last. It pulls your engagement down. It's very few people where that ends up being a good thing. Okay. It's kind of like in business too. Like if I were to give, if someone were to give me a hundred million dollars right now to go rock my business, I wouldn't do the right things with it. Mm. I don't have a hundred million dollar mindset yet, you know, yet. Um, I would rather get there along the way and improve my, like, you know, bring myself up, my level of thinking up along the way. Right. So this is what I really want to take people through. I'm going to show you exactly how I plan out my content, how I create it. Like you will look over my shoulder with, everything that I'm doing. So again, the Operation Swipe Up account, this is a very much an intro, it might keep going, who knows, but it's very much an interim account until this this starts. Uh, it's most likely gonna be in early February. We haven't decided an exact date. If you guys are interested in this, DM me. But going back to your point, what's cool about this is I've recently had the chance to take on some much higher level clients. I've um, been able to be in some way bigger rooms and cool masterminds. And what's, okay, so if you guys look at my account, it's pitiful. We're still getting the content strategy going. Uh, there's like six posts on there. Like we've got stuff lined up for it. It just, I've been moving and it, it just haven't, hasn't totally gotten into place yet, right? So with my 71 followers that I have, I think it's 71. I think I actually got a bunch, I think from your story. So it's probably like 80. So with my 80 followers that I have, I've produced about 40,000 ROI. Wow. From that account. Because guess what? It's quality, not quantity. Yeah, that was way that was in in that period of time in in like the two months I've had this account, that was way more than I would have than I had ever made in two months with my old account. And again, this is I, I know you're like, well, how do you make money from Instagram? No, this is not influencer deals, not 80 followers. This is not influencer deals. ROI, sorry, return. On, like, I mean that, uh, Jen, what I mean is I've gotten uh, $40,000 of clients that have come in have come through Instagram. And that's three clients, by the wow. way. You're probably charging too little. Heads up. You're probably charging too little. Every, like Mike's charging way too little. I yell at him every time he tells me his prices. Yeah, I'm like, are you joking me? I'm Those like, are your prices? But Ella, it doesn't uh, feel right. It does, I'm not ready for uh, that. Uh, no. Like, shut up. God, Mike. No, I'm I don't talk to him like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so, so guess what? It's quality, not quantity. If you... Like if you had a thousand followers, but you were making a hundred grand a month through connections you made on social, do you care? I hope not. If you care, I'm not the right teacher for you. I don't care, right? It's like caring about the number on the scale versus how you actually look. It doesn't mm. matter, right? The scale is not accurate for how you look. And that's something that will always put you in a bad mood if that's your measuring point. So followers, if you're just looking at numbers, it's always going to put you in a bad mood because there's always somebody with more. Like we learned this in high school, all right? Just calling someone ugly doesn't make you pretty. Calling someone stupid doesn't make you fat or doesn't make you smart. Like, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's the high school lesson, right? And so don't pay, whatever you do, uh, even if you're like, screw this, Ella, I just want to be popular. Okay, but please, please don't pay to be popular. It's just not mm. that smart and it doesn't matter and it's empty, 
I like, yeah, I, I know people, you can still buy followers. You can still do all this stuff, even though bots are dead. I know people who have done this and guess what? All they do is stress because it's a financial investment. If they don't keep it up, it's very obvious that they purchase followers. Mm. Their engagement is crap and they don't feel like they earned it. They feel like they're holding, they feel like they're cre they created a facade and it's not fun to feel like a fraud every time anyone's like, oh, wow, I can't believe you have a hundred thousand followers or whatever. And you're kind of like, yeah, I do, but I really, you know, like, and then it's just this thing that you brush off in a weird way. So I, I, I really encourage you, look, you're looking for your thousand true fans. If you get 30,000 people along the way that want to follow on your journey, cool. If you get 2000, even better, mm. that means, you know, who you're speaking to. And it'll come, but it's a slow and steady game. People don't mind seeing an evolution. They do mind being tricked. Mm. So when you're doing these big growths, you're tricking people. And that's not the way to create trust with your audience. So I think you've done a, just a great job. There was a question earlier on how do you start? Yeah. You know, where do you start? And I think you, you really touched on that. Matt says, you know, how do you convert engaging followers to high ticket paying clients? Can you touch a little bit more on that? Um, yeah. So Matt, what, uh, when you say high ticket paying clients, first question, this is really relevant. Do you have a high ticket offer and do you have a high ticket offer that you have people in right now? Like, can you run it? Mm. So Matt, feel free to write. I'm going to share what I know about Matt. Cause Matt yeah, is, yeah. uh, showed up to the training room today and he's just, uh, he's been supporting for a while. So Matt is, uh, if I were, he's a one-on-one -on -one trainer and he's about to start creating his first eight weeks, small group coaching program. So he doesn't mm. have to my knowledge and offer yet, but he's in the construction phase of it. Okay. Okay. So Matt, feel free to jump in in the chat. Um, and just, if I make any, if you have a high ticket offer, so, okay. So high ticket things. So Let's talk. Okay, so a lot of the time when I start working with people on their social, especially Kate, it's actually kind of funny. The more like now that I'm, I've been working with higher level people, the more successful somebody's been without social, like you know, pre-social or they just didn't need it or whatever. Um, the more they hate social, and they're just like, "Oh, I hate this thing," and I'm like, "Oopsie!" Like it's okay. Like <laughs> I promise, you've done harder things in your life than social. Okay, so when I start working with people all the time, they're thinking of social as social. It's all kind of one entity, very similar stuff is being cross posted to the platforms. And it is it is in the same realm. But that's kind of like saying all parties are the same. Okay. Mm. So if we think about it, they're the same in the sense they're gathering of people. But like a house party is really different than a dinner party, which is really different than a networking event, right? Mm. So let's talk about a dinner party. What do you do at a dinner party? Right? It's probably under 20 people. It's pretty intimate. You know, 90% of the people there, the, the person you came with does, you're going to stay in one spot for the majority of the night, you might have like a two hour in depth conversation, totally appropriate at a dinner party, your dinner party's Facebook. Okay, mm. Facebook, what's really special about it is it can create a lot of community and the trust factor is established. So here's what I mean. Let's bring Mike and I didn't know each other. And he reached out to me on Facebook was like, Hey, Ella came across your profile looks really cool. Do you want to connect or whatever? If I go to his Facebook profile and I see we have 18 mutual friends and they're all my entrepreneurial people that I trust, I trust that Mike is who he says he is. Mm. I trust that he's legit. So that trust factor is there. Okay. If he were to DM me on Instagram and I go to his profile, yeah, maybe we're followed by some of the same people, but I don't know who he is. Right. Mm. Like I don't, I don't know that he's friends, et cetera. So 
On Facebook, what you want to optimize there is the community aspect. If you don't have a group, create one. I used to be softer on this where I was like, create a group if you want. Like, no, 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 no. At this point, create a group. Oh. Get that's like eight. I'm in rooms sometimes with people who have 500,000 person email lists who are saying if they would, if they were to start all over again, they mm. would create a very engaged group, like a Facebook group where they actually have people in there that are their thousand true fans. That like that, that's what they would do. It's like an, e it's like an email list on steroids. Okay. So on Facebook, you can ask more open-ended questions. You can have full conversations over comments. You can share links. You can open dialogues. That's the place for it. It's, it's a much more intimate environment. Okay. Then let's think about house party. What do you do at a house party? Well, you're going to like, you're going to have some drinks. You're going to bounce around. There's probably 50, 60% of people you don't know there. You're going to have a bunch of fun, light conversations. It's going to be chill. It's going to be good, right? Like, it's just kind of a fun time. Your house party's Instagram. So mm. here's why Instagram is unique and why it's a good send Instagram, YouTube, or Pinterest, depending on the style of your business, is generally a great central hub for mm. your business. Here's why. Facebook is what's called a closed platform. Meaning like if I want to, if I want to connect with Mike on Facebook, I need to friend request him. He then approves me closed platform, right? Mm. Instagram open platform, meaning I can find you from a hashtag. I can, it's very socially acceptable for me to follow you. If I don't know you, it's so, this is really important. It's socially acceptable for me to DM you. If mm. I don't know you just like it's socially acceptable at a house party for you to have a big convert, you know, 30 minute conversation with somebody you've never met. Very socially acceptable, right? Not so much in the grocery line. So when it comes to Instagram uh, or any open platform, YouTube, Pinterest uh, are the big ones right now. You have the ability to reach. You've got the reach. But here's the thing is you don't continue. You don't have the second date at the same house party, right? Mm. Like everybody's drinking. Everybody's having a good time. All right. So it's going to tie into well, to Matt's question. Then let's think about a networking event. So what do you do at a networking event? You're going to dress differently. You're going to have your pitch ready. You'll have business cards. You're, you're not going to drink as much, right? Your networking event is LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's mm. totally appropriate to talk only about your business on LinkedIn because that's why I'm there. But the problem is when people start to try, personal brands, businesses are trying to sell on Instagram, it's mm. kind of like walking around a house party being like, hey, I'm Ella, do you know what my new offer? Here's my business card. Like, hey, I'm Ella, do you know my new offer? Here's my business card. They'd be like, people would be like, dude, you're at a party. Have a drink, <laughs> chill, right? So, and, and like, think about it, like if Picasso had an Instagram account, do we just want to see like the finished artwork? Like, no, I want to see like where he got his paintbrushes and where he was chilling and how he got inspired. Like, I almost want to support the artist more than the art. So Matt, answer your question. Yeah, go ahead. But Ella, real quick, is there a difference between promoting a product, a sale, an offer via a main feed post compared to like a story? Yes. I, okay. You so can sell on stories. Okay. But a post, obviously, okay, if you're going to sponsor a post run an ad campaign, then you're going to sell on posts. But st organically, stories, a little bit easier. But again, your approach is different. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Is Instagram, I'm there, I don't want to know, Instagram, I'm there for the behind the scenes, all right? I, I don't want to know just what you do. I want to know, it's like, the I, so with Picasso, for example, like, if you, do we just want to see his finished artwork? Like, no, we want to see like where he was chilling and where he got his paintbrushes and how he got inspiration for that piece. And like, we almost want to support the artist more than the art. So Matt, 
when it comes to closing high ticket clients on Instagram, which I've, I've had the fortune to do in these past few months, what I recommend is Instagram is the start point. So here's some things you can start doing right away. Okay. You want to be thinking about if my, if my perfect, my dream client, my high ticket client was using the Instagram search bar, like a Google search engine, like mm. they were typing in because people aren't looking for us. They're looking for their solutions. They don't care about us. Like, <laughs> you know, they don't care. We don't, they don't know us. They don't care. Right. So they're looking for like ripped body. They're looking for how to gain weight. They're looking for, so you want to think about what, it, what, where would your dream client be hanging out? Okay. Mm. So then you type in that, you look for accounts like that. You type in that hashtag. So you're going to find people that are because of their activity, their engagement, they're obviously interested in what you do based on what they're doing online. Again, Instagram, easiest way to connect with them. Cause guess what? If you like happen to find them on Facebook and send them a message and you've got no mutual friends, it's going to like an other, they won't even see it. It's going to like an other inbox, right? Mm. So you can follow them on Instagram. Uh, you might, if you don't, I'm, I'm talking like if you don't already have this audience, if you already have this audience, it's a little bit different. We'll talk about that. So follow them on Instagram, comment, but actually be authentic. Okay, you're again, you're doing quality, not quantity. Don't just copy and paste and comment, like actually do something. Mo and what's gonna happen here is you're going to pop up on their notifications. Biggest lie we're told about Instagram in particular is that posting gets you followers. Ooh. Not true. Posting gets you in front of your followers. Mm. It very rarely gets you new ones, right? Okay, so Mike, you have a business. You know that when you're working with a client, like you're working with a one-on-one -on -one client, you know that you're not getting new clients from that. Like they might refer you, but you know, in that moment, you're not getting new clients. You're just, you're maintaining what you have. You're doing your job, right? Yeah. Same thing with posting. Posting, it's important. You're maintaining what you have. It's good for your algorithm. It's not getting you new people. What gets mm. you new people is the same. So Mike, if you want to get new clients, what do you got to do? If I want to get new clients? Yeah. If I'm a trainer, well, if I'm a trainer at a gym, I got to prospect, I got to go around, walk, talk to people and you introduce gotta talk myself. To new pe you yeah. got to talk to new people. Yeah. Same thing on Instagram. You want to get different followers, more followers, whatever. You got to talk to more people. Mm. So what you're looking for is that you pop up. So let's say Mike, I'm Mike's dream client. And uh, he pops up on my notifications. Mike Salemi started following you. He liked your post. I'm going to be like, who's, everyone loves notifications. I'm going to be like, who's Mike Salemi? And I go to his profile and I'm like, oh, and here's why the messaging is important. Don't drive a bunch of traffic to your account if it's not ready. It's like showing mm. up to a party two hours early. The house is still dirty, right? <laughs> so get the, it's true. So get the messaging, get the posts on point. Um, so, that, so if I'm your dream client, I land on your account, I should know it. I should know within a second that I'm in the right place. Like, where have you been all my life, right? Mm. It should be very clear. So you get your messaging on point. So when you bring people to the account, uh, they're checking you out, they're following you. So now you're, here's your next, so Matt, here's your next step is, we're obviously, we're gonna take like two questions. I'm taking forever to answer this. So, <laughs> no, it's all Matt, good. We're, if it's a cool, we'll have you back. We'll have you back if you don't Yeah, well, I'm back, okay. So Matt, here's your next step. So now you get some of these people over to your account. You've got some of them who just, you know, reply to the comments, some are following you, et cetera. So with these ones in particular, these are your dream clients that you've found that could be, you know, based on what they're doing and kind of who they, you know, what they look like, who they are uh, represented online. They're pretty much, they're your dream client or they know your dream client. So when they follow you, here is the best. Okay. So we have tested this, like done 19 different versions. Here is the best 
message ever to send a new follower. Guys, like write this down. It's not very complicated, but don't, don't deviate from it. Cause I've tried it. No deviations work as well. So what you do is you DM them and say, um, okay, cool. Matt's loving this. Awesome. So what you do is you DM them and you say, Hey, exclamation point. Thanks for the follow happy face emoji, not the too happy face with the here. I'll show you which emoji. Hold on. I'll put it in the comments. Um, <laughs> hold on. No, it, this, I, I'm not. Even I'm taking that. notes too. I'm taking I'm notes. A marketer here. I'll at this. I, I have tested this one. This happy Ella's face legit, emoji. Ella's legit. She does it. Hey, she does it honestly and authentically, which is why I love her. Yeah. Okay, cool. That happy face emoji, not the, not teeth. That's too eager. Not the big smile. It's too, it's weird. Uh, that one. So you do, hey, I'm not even, I know, I know. Hey, exclamation point, thanks for the follow. That happy face emoji I just put in the, um, com in the chat there. So what, you, what you're doing here, uh, and again, we have split tested this. Hey, comma, thanks for the follow. Hey, thanks for the follow to, you know, semicolon, half um, parentheses. Parentheses, yeah, or uh, what well, we got. Yeah, bracket, yeah. bracket. Uh, semicolon half bracket doesn't work the same doesn't work the same it doesn't this works the best so what you're doing here is really is really cool is because you're not first of all you're nobody thanks people you're just mm. you're just thanking people um nobody thanks them and you're not asking for anything okay you're just giving it's a very like just thoughtful statement because here's where people screw up and who okay oh god who here has ever followed somebody on instagram or just gotten a random shitty dm that is a novel that's mm. like, hey, at Mike Salemi, so great meeting you. Please check out my latest YouTube video and subscribe for my 100K roadmap and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, I don't, okay, here's the problem. I don't even know. Yeah, Matt, that happy face emoji, you got it. Um, and you're just like, um, you're just like, I don't even, here's the problem, I don't even know you. And yeah. it's like, he walked up to me at a house party and we're like, can you get me a drink? By the way, like, I'm hungry. Do you think you can make me a food? It's like, no, I don't know you. Like. <laughs> I just want to do my own thing. It's too much, right? Yeah. So that, hey, thanks for the follow. You're just kind of introducing yourself. It's thoughtful. You're not asking for anything. And here's where this is really powerful. Because let's say, let, let's say that Mike followed me on, or let's say I followed Mike on Instagram. And because I, I didn't know him, I was just interested in kettlebell stuff, whatever. And he messages me, hey, thanks for the follow. And I'm like, hey, no problem. Like, thanks for thanking me. Yeah, yeah, I really like your stuff. He can then message me back being like, oh, cool. Um, do you have any fitness goals right now? What, and here's the most underutilized feature on Instagram, voice messages. Mm. Use voice messages, guys. And nope, nobody does it. But here's the thing. When you send a voice message, I know you're legit. I know that you're not a bot. I know I can get a feel for how, you, how somebody talks is so powerful. Like, you know, you have enthusiasm. You have a great tone. You've got a warmth to your voice. Like, it's so powerful. And because I'm not, I'm probably not going to, I mean, maybe, but I'm not going to spend two hours on your videos watching them with sound on. Most people just watch it with captions, right? Mm -hmm. Voice messages, super powerful. So I, I, so Mike messages me, hey, thanks for the follow. I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad you guys are liking it. Mike messaged me, hey, thanks for the follow. Um, I'm like, hey, no problem. Thanks so much. I really like your stuff. And he's like, oh, cool. Do you have any goals? Or like, you know, are you, have you been doing fitness for <laughs> doing fitness? Have you, <laughs> do you have any goals with fitness? Are you, tell me about you, whatever, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, I, I want to look really good for my brother's wedding. It's coming up or whatever I say. And he's like, oh, cool. What are you doing right now? And I'm like, well, I'm doing this and this. And I found I really didn't like this diet. This work. Guess what? Here's your consult. 
You know, mm. the people you want to get to your website that you wish you'd fill out forms to get it. You're doing your discovery call. Okay. Mm. So, but here's the thing. You don't close the deal at a house party. You don't sign a contract at a strip club. It's not the place <laughs> to close the deal. Okay. Like don't you're at the house party. Once you realize that somebody's qualified, you want to work with them. They want to work with you, but there, there's a connection there. Get them off of Instagram as quickly as possible. This is to the place that is most valuable for them. It could be onto your email list. It could be to a call with you. It could be to your Facebook group. Groups are really powerful. Um, it could be to your Facebook group. It could be to whatever makes the most sense. But get get it off of Instagram. That's not, I never have and never plan to close a deal over DMs. You don't close, mm. you don't, you don't close the deal at the house party. It's not the place for it. Mm. Right. And it's, and it's, it's probably not legit anyways. Like I, I feel like that could be argued. Um, if somebody decided they didn't want to pay you or something. So get them off of there. So this is the equivalent of like, and, and, we'll, and, and Matt, let me know if this answers your question. Uh, but first, okay. So taking it way back step-by-step step, first thing, make sure you have some sort of a Facebook group. I don't care if there's three people in there. Have a community where people can hang out if they're not ready to work with you yet, but they want more of you, number one. Number two, make sure that your account is ready for your dream client. They know they're in the right place. Now, a lot of the time, okay, so I should address this. A lot of the time when I say this, people are like, well, Ella, like I have to, uh, perfect example. I had somebody one time who was like, I was like, what do you do? I help 25 to 55-year-old women find success in their dating lives. I was like, motherfucker, what do you think <laughs> A 25-year-old has anywhere near the same, uh, the same needs, wants, thoughts, like, you know, ambitions, mindset that a 55-year-old woman has? I hope not. Like, you know, like, life's a great teacher. So, like, we need to narrow this way down. And she was like, but Ella, I can help all, you know, I can help divorcees. I can help people who have never married. I can help. I'm like, cool. Go back to the golden question. Who can you help in your sleep? Who is it so easy for you to help? You could do it with your eyes closed. That's who you're speaking to. That's your dream client. A lot of people freak out because they're like, but I can help all these people. I'm going to scare them away. No, you're not. You'll still get the outskirts that are interested in the info. What you'll get more of is your dream high ticket client. Okay. So get your account ready. Make sure your dream client knows they're in the right place when they get there. Okay. From the, and then once it, once it's ready, go find people that based on their activity, based on their engagement, based on who they're following, based on what they're doing, they would definitely be interested in you because you're doing similar stuff or you're doing a complimentary service or whatever. Get on their feed, follow them, comment when they follow you back, or even if they just reply to a comment, if it's someone you really want to connect with, Hey, thanks for the thought. Hey, exclamation point. Thanks for the follow the happy face emoji. I put in there. Um, Hey, th like, thanks for replying to my comment. Love what you've been up to. Like you're not, here's the biggest thing about the first message. It's thoughtful. It's short. It's short. Okay. Don't open with a monologue. It's thoughtful. It's a sentence and you're not asking for anything. Yeah. You're just being thoughtful. You're just thinking. Cause here's the thing. When Mike messages me, cause let's go back to this analogy. So Mike messaged me, Hey, thanks for the follow. And I'm like, no problem. I love your stuff. Cool. What are you, what, you know, are, what's your fitness goal? You seem really active. Well, they're this, I really want to look at my brother's wedding. Here's the magic thing. He's going to take me, let's pretend I'm like, you know, I'm his dream client. So he takes me to a call. I think that I started that conversation because mm. he didn't ask, I, he just said thanks for the follow and I pursued it. 
So I think that I initiated that contact, but really he set me up to initiate it. So I now have a higher, and Mike's, and let's say Mike's what I need. I didn't even know that I needed him, but that he's like, his services are exactly what I need. They're perfect for me. I don't care that I think I started, I'm grateful that we just connected, right? And this is really cool because it's so much easier than trying to drive people to your contact page or whatever. Because if he had messaged me being like, hey, thanks for following me, like at LMA or whatever, my handle being at whatever, uh, please go to my contact page to book a free 20 minute consult with me. Here's why that doesn't work as well, besides the obvious, which is just, it's not good. But here's why that doesn't work is A, I don't, maybe I don't, maybe I've never hired a trainer. I don't know what I should be asking him. I don't know if he's going to recommend the things that are right for me or just what he wants to sell me. I'm now in his playground. I'm taking up his, even if I don't buy something, I'm going to kind of feel bad for taking up his time. Like, mm. right. Um, so you're, when you're doing this, like, you know, come in for your free skincare clinics to work worse for this. Come in for your free consult. Um, head here, like guys, don't do this. Head here for your free personal training consult. And I mean, okay, if some people might just go there because they want a person and that's cool, don't do it through social. Use social, play in their playground because I'm comfortable there. I'm in a safe space where I'm in DMs and I'm in DMs all the time and I'm cool there, right? Like I'm okay with that. So you're playing in a like you're playing, you're kind of communicating in a way where you're in their playground, it's comfortable. And when the time's right, you move it out of there. Again, never close a deal over DMs. But you move it, even with influencer deals. Like I've worked with, I, like I've worked with Bulletproof. I work for some big companies. Nothing closes over DMs. It all gets transferred to emails. It gets transferred to calls. I never, ever, any influencer deal that closes over DMs are like those really crappy, like, oh, you get 20% off and all your followers get 10%. Don't do those. They mm. spend way more money than you make. Um, but yeah, no, so that, so Matt, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> Yeah, this was so high level, like, my God. And like, but you guys, okay, so here's the thing you guys wow. have businesses, right? Like, you're following Mike because you're, you're like, you're interested in fitness, but you probably have businesses. Like, Mike's a high level dude. So don't, I, and, and, you know, one of our mutual amazing friends and coaches and mentors, Joji Maria, talks about this all the time. Don't just implement tactics without a strategy. Mm. You really want to think about your over. And what I'm giving you is a much, the reason it's higher level is because Matt, like I know you have a business. Mike just told you you have a group program. And I could say, hey, DM new followers. Hey, whatever. And you'd be like, okay, well, okay. Well, why? Like, where am I taking them? Whatever. So you, you want to have the strategy, not just, and again, this is why I work with entrepreneurs um, because it's really, really fun to show them how through a very, and I promise you, social can be fun. Um, I promise you. I know it's, I know it's frustrating. I know it's a stress. I know some people hate it. I know it's, it's a little bit, honestly, like, I, I'm not naive to this. Like, what these companies are doing, especially to youth, it is a little bit evil right now. Mm. Like, it's, it's very inhumane. Um, and, and this is something I'm passionate about, being a part of the change with this. But here's the thing. It's not going anywhere, right? It's, it's not going to go anywhere. So let's use it for good. Let's change the conversation a little bit. Let's change the narrative. Let's use it to add value, create community. And like, are we going to change the world or, you know, the technology addictions or I, probably not. No, like, I mean, honestly, like probably not on a huge level, but you could really change somebody's life. And that's a big thing. That's a big difference. If someone's having a real bad day and they come across your video and it helps them get through that, it helps them with their relationship. It helps them with, 
when they're feeling so hopeless and like they'll never achieve their fitness goals. And you're that person who creates that place where they can come to feel better. That's a big deal. So be part of the narrative, be part of like, be part of the change there. And I, I know it's frustrating, but it can be fun. And it's really cool to watch people transform their businesses with not just social, but like with the confidence they get. And that's why I love doing the group stuff with the confidence they get from learning to show up in social. Cause guess what? That spills over to every single area of your life, every single area of your business, you show up completely differently mm. and it's cool. It's really cool. What, you know, like, one thing that stands out to me and has stood out to you and what you've always encouraged me to do and what I'm hearing you say right now is like, just be a genuine person, be thoughtful, oh connect God, with your yes. people and believe it or not on social media, that's being different. Like a lot of the yeah. things that we've talked about, like you've shared and this might be a little too high level, but like, you know, you've shared with me, like now's a great time, especially during COVID to reach out to certain people, like higher level people. Imagine like David Goggins or, people that I might think will never, you know, uh, I can never work with or something like that. But basically don't ask for anything. Just see how no. you can add value. Nobody, like most people when they write me, unless like one thing that really sticks out to me is when someone says, hey, Mike, I love your stuff, as opposed to just like a demand. When people yeah. just like write me in the DM, like what, you know, like, I don't even know, like what should, what, what should I, how do I cook liver? And I'm like, I'll help you, but I'm just like, it's just like, you're like, Google do I know it, it, dude? bro? Like, yeah, fuck, what are you doing? Like, yeah. like, hey, Mike, your stuff is really great. It's helped me a lot. I'm so appreciative for what you're doing. I got this one thing that I'm really working on. Either now or at some point, I'd be so honored if you could help me with getting more organ meats in my diet. I guarantee you that feels so different because on the other end of social is people. And it's people. Exactly. And so, and so oh, the voice messages, okay. keep going, keep going. Yeah. No, I love it. Sorry to cut you off. You no, 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 no. This is, yeah, you're. Okay, I love that you're bringing this up. So, so, Matt, this is really, it's really relevant to you if you want to be getting high ticket clients. So, guess what? You could, if you're going to go to David Goggins' Instagram or some big figure, they're probably not going to follow you back. Duh. Right? Okay, so you're like, well, how do I have to connect these high level people? Thanks for asking. This is a huge reason I'm in Phoenix. So, what you want to do is let's say, okay, so I've, I've like been, Mike, I feel like this is, I'm going to challenge you. Okay. I am going to challenge you because Mike has been telling me for a little while now, Mike made, Mike made me aware of David Goggins. I didn't know about him before. He's like a crazy runner dude who ran a marathon with a broken foot. He's nuts. Um, so it, but super cool, cool story. So he was saying one day how he's like, you know, I'd really love to help somebody high level improve their routines. Like I heard that David Goggins does three hours of stretching per day. I guarantee I could bring that down to an hour, half hour, whatever he said. And I was like, dude, why aren't you talking to this guy? And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm a ball. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let me check. So Mike, I'm going to give you the strategy. This, I'm going to challenge you to do this. Ooh, so okay, here's right. what you, okay. <laughs> but this might be, okay. One thing, one thing, one thing, full disclaimer, social in general, and this especially getting a very high level client. This is a long game. Yeah. Chill. Okay. It might be six months. It might be a year. It might be two years. The people I want you to pick for this are people that you don't care if you ever work with them. They just seem really cool. You want them in your corner. You want to get to know them. If you can help them in some way, incredible, but all like all you can help them. That's why you're picking them. But ultimately you don't give like a fuck whether you do something now or in a month or in 10 years. This is just someone you want to connect. Like you genuinely want to get to know this person. That's really important. 
pick someone who you already are into their stuff. That's going to make it very easy for you to talk about. Think about the podcast that you listen to, the YouTube channels you watch. Who are the people in that? Like, it's like a domino effect. Like, who was the domino for you that got you into fitness, that got you into personal development, that got you into whatever? That person would probably be perfect um, because you know them, you love their stuff, you respect them, everything. Okay. So let's say Mike reaches out to David Goggins and he's like, hey, man, I love, and he goes into his DMs. Here's the easiest way to actually open this up is if Mike were to get David Goggins' book, take a picture of it in his story. This is a great book. Tag David Goggins. So what happens then? Because Mike tagged him in his story, it's going to go to his DMs. Now, is David Goggins going to reply? Probably not. But guess what Mike's doing? He's showing up and just adding value. He's not asking. These high-level people, these people that have huge followings, huge businesses, they are so everybody wants them. Everybody yeah. wants a Tim Ferriss, how do I do this? Joe Hollis, how do I do this? You know, so like Ed Milet, how do I do this? Like people want them. They want a piece of them. And these guys are usually givers. They're usually there to serve, but they, there's no human way you can keep up with that level of demand. So they don't get to a lot of them. If you, sh I promise you, if you show up and just add value, and in today's world, there's so much noise. Exposure is just as valuable as money. Don't mm. kid yourself there. So giving somebody exposure to your warm market, just showing that you're, you like their stuff, just giving them, you're essentially giving them free advertising, they will recognize that. Okay, so Mike just shows up, does a, does a story, goes into his DMs. He's just adding value, nothing. So David Goggins might not see it. So no problem. So three days later, Mike does something else where he's doing a little video and he's like, guys, like I, you know, you know me, I'm a kettlebell dude. I'm all about the weights, but I realized insurance was important. And to be honest, like the things that I implement are from David Goggins. He has a little video and he tags mm. David Goggins in it, right? So now that goes into David Goggins DM, but he still doesn't see a reply. That's cool. He's busy. So then two, three days later, Mike's still reading David Goggins' book and he takes the shot of like one little quote he likes and highlights it and then does a little video about why he likes that and how he implemented it, whatever. Cool. So this goes into David Goggins' inbox. So at this point, either David Goggins or somebody on his team is probably going to notice this guy showing up. And mm. he looks like a fanboy, but who the fuck cares, right? Like, who cares? I've sent 10, 12, I've showed up people's DMs 10, 12 times before before we open a dialogue and they're like, whoa, thanks for all this stuff. Like, sorry, I don't get to all my DMs. It's like, no worries, dude. I just like what you're doing. So let's say David Goggins likes it or somebody, whoever's running his Instagram, whether it's him or somebody else. So they like it and they reply, thank you so much. You know, this is great, etc." Or thank you so much. You're great. Mike replies and is like, no problem. Really love what you guys are doing. And here's where Mike, so really love what you guys are doing. He would end it there. Here's where Mike comes in with the one, two punch. Okay. <laughs> is he's gonna leave it there a couple days later he's going to pull up a youtube video from david goggins or something something that's not on social okay so something that's like that that would be essentially new content for him on instagram because mm. he's reaching out on instagram so he's gonna pull a youtube and maybe he'll download the youtube video or something but he'll like he's gonna do something cool he's gonna put captions on it he's going to put a little graphic he's gonna improve it in some way and if you're like, okay, this sounds great, but Ella, I have no editing skills. Don't worry. You can like, it's really easy. You can Google it or you can hire someone on Fiverr for 99 cents an hour, but you're going to do something where you essentially create something for that person that now they you've given them a gift. Hmm. Okay. And don't give them a gift. That's work. No, no, no. Mike would not message him and be like, dude, here's your stretches. Like, 
well, now I got to do more stretches, motherfucker. That's what David Goggins said. <laughs> now I got to do more stretches, motherfucker. Fuck you. Like, no. Like, you know, but you're giving them something. They can, you're linking a dopamine hit to you. You're giving them something they can link, use right away, whether they can share it on social, whether they can whatever. So Mike's really smart. He goes and grabs a two-minute YouTube video and just adds captions on it and just, you know, downloads it, just has captions on it, or just a little cool graphic or, or, or whatever, like just put some cool music behind it, something, right? And he posts this two-minute video in 15-second segments to his story. Mm. Love this. Guess what? He's the same guy. So now he got eight messages because this is a 15, two-minute video and broken into 15 seconds. And guess what? This content doesn't exist on Instagram yet. Oh, interesting. Okay. So he's probably, David Goggins would probably reshare that. Mike, by the way, I hope this is your challenge. Heads up. So David Goggins is going to reshare that. And I know you can do the video stuff in like a hot second. Mike's good at graphics. Um, he's probably going to reshare that to his story. So guess what's happening now is without just by, you know, this little time investment, that's probably a total of max two hours. Mike is now getting in front of David Goggins audience for free. That's really mm. valuable. First of all, that's really valuable. Also, guess what might happen? It's a two minute video. Hey dude, do you think you could send me the file for that? This is sick. Thank you so much. Absolutely. What's the best email for you? Now you're mm. off of Instagram. Now you're in the room. Wow. Now you're in the room. Absolutely. What's the best email? Oh, my video team. These guys, I'll intro you. Cool. So here's the thing about high-level entrepreneurs, high-level clients, high-level performers, is you need to sh do the work. Do not ever, people don't give a, especially people at that level, they don't give a fuck what you say. Everybody talks a big game with them. Everybody's the right person to invest in. Everybody's the right person to hire. They mm -hmm. don't give a shit what you say. Do the work show them you can produce results or you can give them something cool and then get in the room. Once you're in the room, it's very difficult to not be in the room. Once you're in the conversation, um, are there weird right stuff? Oh man, good question. Are there weird white stuff around that? Uh, to be honest, what I would do, Mike, in that situation, like I've done it where sometimes I've asked like, one, like a high level client I actually got that all started on Instagram. I just asked him, I was like, hey, can you send me that last live meetup you did? Uh, can you send me that file? I would love to cut it up for you and just create some cool content that you can share if you want. And so you can ask them, hey, can you send me this? But if it's something like someone that you haven't, and it, like, they haven't responded to anything yet, I would just do it. And then I would, in the DMs, I would say, hey, dude, uh, you know, I just really love your stuff. I wanted to just throw something, you know, throw some captions on it, share it. Uh, if this is, if there's an issue with copyright here, please let me know. I'll take it down. Uh, but whatever, if you're worried about that, but I, I, to be honest, I went, I'm, I'm a big fan of asking for forgiveness, not for permission. I get more <laughs> that way. Um, okay. Should I follow people back that follow me? No, 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 no. Do not follow people back. If you're just going to drag their engagement down, that's not mm. a favor. You're not helping them. So no, no. Thank them for following you and you know, be a good, be a good person. But no, if you're going to follow them and you, you don't like their stuff, that means you're probably going to mute them at some point and you're going to drag mm. their engagement down. That's not nice. Um, but yeah, okay, so now, so let's just go back to the story. So now Mike's in that conversation with David Goggins' team. Cool, thanks for this video, Mike. That's really cool. Yeah, no problem. Hey, by the way, I heard David Goggins has three hours a day of stretching. Is that true? Yeah, man, he's, he's David Goggins. He's badass. He has three hours a day of stretching. No way. Okay, super cool. So I like, and he, and he can start going into this. So I imagine it's for his hip flexors, it's for his whatever. Actually, let me ask him for you. 
yeah, yeah, he told me it's for this. Okay, cool. Look, I actually have a program. I would love to create something custom. Uh, let me, mm. you know, let me just, let me just go do that. I'll, I'll have it to you in a week or so if he hates it, whatever, but I would love to just put something together for him. Get now, now I'm willing to do the work for you. Mm. You've delivered, you're in the conversation with my team or with me. Um, you, and I, and I just kind of like you at this point, you've just done stuff for me. Right. Um, oh, I thought I saw a question, but no, we're good. Uh, so yeah, you've just done stuff for me and, uh, and yeah, but I, I know that I know we're like over time because I don't stop talking. Well, this was, well, I just want to, I mean, first and foremost, like, thank you so much for sharing all this stuff. I hope everyone who's watching took some notes. We'll rewatch this video when I post it. What you shared is like practical talking about how to create genuine, authentic, thoughtful connections that maybe we're used to in daily life, but this is just a new medium. Mm. Uh, this has just been fantastic. And, and Aww. before, before we, we close up, I, you know, you touched on it, but I want you to, to share what you're doing again, because I think, you know, yeah. a, a lot of trainers, you know, I know there's a lot of trainers or, or, you know, a lot of people who enjoy and are so used to in-person interactions mm. on here, but for whatever reason, I'm speaking of myself included when I was first using social and even sometimes now I'm like, it just feels so foreign to me. And it's like mm. my, my, uh, my authenticity, it's just very hard to bring that through to social. And so you've really laid out not only just yeah. a step-by-step -step process and how to do that. So for the people who are interested in you building up your new account that got hacked and kind of looking over your shoulder, where can they find out information? I want to have you back. How, how can people like find you and learn more about it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll put the, if you want to go right to the page, like truthfully, nobody's in, well, with my 80 followers, nobody's in my Instagram but me. Uh, I never have team members manage it, but if you want to check it out, like right now, I'm going to put the web link in the comments here. Just give me a hot second to type it out. Um, and yeah, honestly, just DM me, uh, just tell me that you came from Mike. I love Mike. So I will, we will organize to jump on a call. Um, whenever I jump on calls with people guys, and I hope that you do the same, I always want to leave them with operation swipe up. There we go. Okay, that is the website. Um, whenever I jump on calls, guys, and, and I'm sure you guys do the same. You're all, if you're following Mike, you're good people. Uh, I always want to give them one solid piece of value they can walk away with that's really going to change something they can do today, today, um, that they can walk away with and, and really improve their stuff. So uh, if we jump on a call, you will walk away with something good. I don't care if we never work together. Uh, that's just the way that I like to operate it, like in my life. Um, and, and if, so with Operation Swipe Up, what have you're just joining, what happened is my old Instagram account, which was a great account with 30,000 followers, great engagement, got taken by Russian hackers, got stripped, got sold. Uh, it is gone. So I have to rebuild an account. I know what I'm doing with this at this point. Um, and I'm creating a group program where I'm going to take a select group of people. It's going to be smaller because there's going to be a lot of individualized attention. And you are going to watch over my shoulder as I build an Instagram account from the ground up. This Instagram account, this Operation Swipe Up you're seeing right now, this is an interim account until I'm not building my personal brand one until this starts. So you will see how I pick my profile picture, how I write my bio, how I create my content. Um, and again, it'll have a very long focus in the sense that we're looking to get to 10K within about a year. It's not going to be a year long program, but guess what? We're going to be in touch for a long time. So it's not gonna be your own program, but this is someone I know, like, I, like I, I, I've done this enough that I can honestly say, I know what I'm doing here mm. and I'm still banking at least a year to get to 10K. So stop being hard on yourself. If you haven't gotten there in three months, cut it out. 
even the people that know what they're doing, if you're doing it organically, you're looking at a long game with the right mm. people, with the right people that could actually to get value from what you offer could become clients, et cetera. So if you're interested in that, uh, I put the link in the comments or just honestly go DM me. I will get back to you. Um, and I'll shoot you in the right place where you can grab a time for a call. Ella, it doesn't show in the comments, at least on mine. Did you hit send maybe? I hit send. Yeah, it's showing on mine. Are you guys Are you guys seeing it? If you can just give me a thumbs up. Do you see the, the link for Operation Swipe Up? It's ellajmay.com slash Operation Swipe Up. I don't see it on mine. Um, bu, bu, bu. What, 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 it's operationswipeup.com. Is that what it is? I'm sorry. Or is it Ella? No, no. It's ellajmay.com slash Operation Swipe Up. All right. When I repost this on my main thing, I'll also, yeah, they don't see it. I'll post it in the, in my, the, the, the main post. I don't know why it's not, not working. Nope. Here, wait, let me see if I can not seeing it here. Can you, do you mind just writing in the comments? Maybe my internets, some so, people are seeing it. Some aren't. It's www. Dot Ella J May M A E. Ella J M A E. Oh no. Now. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Liam, Liam's got it. And thank you, brother. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Yeah, Liam. Hell, hell yeah. Well, All dude, right. Ella, I'm, thank you for having me. Oh my God. I'm so grateful for two things. One for all the knowledge you just shared with every, like, and, and you've really helped me so much this last year. So one, I'm so grateful for all the help you've given me. So grateful for your friendship, everything you dropped here. And you know that everyone on my channel are like, I'm so, I feel so blessed that everyone on here is legit good people and yeah, so I love I, that. I'm just so grateful that you shared so much with some of the kindest people that I've ever met and have been blessed to connect with so thank you so much I hope you guys took notes I hope you rewatch this I hope you reach out to Ella she's also got tons of free content that she's always posting and sharing so follow yeah. her, check out her stuff um thank yeah, you yeah if you guys go to the link link in my Instagram bio you can check out the podcast come join my Facebook group it's free we do trainings in there every week um, there, I, there's lots of free resources and I promise you can knock it out of the park if you just implement those. And I would be so proud of you and I would want to use you as a case study. So, uh, there's lots of free stuff. Uh, if you go to link my bio, you can, you can check out all of it. Yeah. Thank you. But honestly, Mike, thank you for having me. You're one of the best people I have in my life. I care about mm. you so much. Mike say that I, that I've helped him, but you have no idea how long this guy has spent on the phone with me teaching me how to quiver and getting me into Oregon. Like my diet, my whole training routine, everything is so, uh, you guys are welcome. Thank you. Uh, is so transformed because of Mike. And it's been such an incredible, easy, less is better, incredible, easy transformation. Uh, and so I just, I still believe in what he's doing. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm really happy to connect with your network. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I love you, my friend. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ella. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have an awesome day, Ella. I'll post this uh, in my main feed today, guys. So check it out. Share it with your friends, please. If you know anyone who's trying to build their brand, build their messaging, build their Instagram, build their social, um, I want this information to go out because I want to, just like I, part of my dream is to redefine and change the game in terms of how trainers mm. treat clients and put themselves out there. There's no way around it. You know, social can be a great asset and how we do that really matters in my opinion, especially for everyone on here with good intentions, good hearts. So Ella, mm. I appreciate you. Everyone have a lovely, lovely day. See you guys next time. Peace. Bye guys. Later. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. 
If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up some extra knowledge on Instagram by searching at ella.j.may. If you absolutely love what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your thoughts with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the good stuff coming. Or visit my website at ellajmay.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and kill it on Instagram.